Hey everybody, thanks for watching. Um, you've got World Impact News in collaboration with Stop the Presses. I'm Jason Mangum and with me is Mark Anderson. Mark, it's always good to have you on the program and uh, it's nice to have technology so that when I'm in Texas and you're in Michigan, we can continue to keep people informed and get them engaged in what's happening. So today's topic, everybody, is regarding the U.S. Census and if the citizenship checkbox check should be on the census. So we're going to give you some information and get you informed and get your thought process going so that you can make an intelligent decision and come up with your own, I guess, ideas behind it. But uh, yeah, so Mark, great to have you on. I know we're going to talk about the, the U.S. Census. No, this is hitting the media sound waves, TV waves, radio waves, and uh, everybody's up in arms about this citizenship checkbox. Check so great to have you. Yeah, it, it, this is one of those issues, Jason, that should not be particularly controversial. But the media, in collaboration mainly with the Democratic Party and the overall liberal left, makes it more controversial than it needs to be. Uh, the census has been around... Oh, let me check it out, uh, since about 1790. And um, yes, it. Uh, the last one was in 2010. The next one is scheduled for 2020. And um, it's under Article 1, Section 2 of the Constitution, which states, representatives and direct taxes shall be apportioned among the several states according to their respective numbers. And the actual enumeration, enumeration meaning counting, shall be made within three years after the first meeting of the Congress of the United States and within every subsequent term of 10 years. Section 2 of the 14th Amendment um, amended Article 1, Section 2 to include the, that the respective numbers of the several states will be determined, quote, by counting the whole number of persons in each state excluding Indians not taxed. And the United States Census Bureau, officially the Bureau of the Census, um, that's, uh, un that's the department under which the census is carried out. And it's carried out uh, to determine how many people are living in the U.S. for purposes of congressional representation, how to apportion power, and for purposes of federal money going back to the local level, how to apportion funds. Right. And so, therefore, therefore, the census is important. But we have to keep in mind that census workers and the census process itself is not tyrannical. There's not people uh, smacking your wrist with a ruler or pointing a knife at you to fill out any part of the census, and especially if there's a box on there that asks whether you're a citizen or not. And that's the bone of contention there. This is not tyranny. This is not something forced down your throat. Nobody's going to be rounded up. And, and told, hey, you, we know you're not a citizen. We want you to fill this out, but we want to make sure that you check that box or don't check that box appropriately and show that you're not a citizen. This is not a forceful thing. It's an important thing for reasons I just outlined, but it's not something that's done under duress. Uh, the first census was taken in 1790 under Secretary of State Thomas Jefferson, for, for, the, for the record, and there have been 22 federal censuses since that time, just kind of laying the factual base. But it's not coercion. 
it's counting for the purposes I mentioned. And I believe that you can make a very good argument that at this unprecedented juncture in the United States history, where we have more people at any given time coming over over the border illegally, the southern border primarily, the northern border, believe it, believe it or not, has some problems too, but the southern border primarily, with so many people coming over in such a short period of time, max mass exodus from over 40 countries, not just limited to Central America, El Salvador, Honduras, Guatemala, and so on, but far beyond that, Africa. In the Rio Grande Valley alone, my wife Angie and I saw people coming over um, trying to get over the bridge, waiting at the uh, Las Flores Bridge near Donna, who were from Africa. Yeah. So there, this is an unprecedented time in an age when people can transport themselves very quickly. This is not the horse and buggy days when the, when the Constitution and the census were created. We didn't even have the steam engine quite yet. Um, so people are very transient. They move around a lot. This is a very good time to at least include that provision to ask about citizenship, to try and determine how many citizens are in this country versus how many non-citizens. That's very useful information, but it's the absence of coercion, and there's certainly no reason for such controversy. Yeah, and it's something that's very important because, like you said, it's used for uh, governing powers. I mean, it's determining how many representatives. I mean, it determines a lot of different things for your district, uh, how things are divided up. It determines funds, you know, and and so I understand that. I believe it's either the city of McAllen, where I live in, or the county itself, Hidalgo County, actually ends up every 10 years when the census is taken, uh, ends up suing the U.S. Census because of the inaccuracies, because there's always something being either suppressed or there's some influx somewhere Um but uh, but you're right. It's very important. And the thing is, it's people are so afraid of it. It's like you're going to lose all your rights if you if you check this, and you're not a. I mean, it's absurd. You know, it's almost like uh, it's again. It almost seems like the scare tactics. You, yeah, you, especially in this right, especially in this surveillance age. Uh, yeah. There's all sorts of data. Every time you make a purchase online, right. there is far more data being mined out of our wallets and out of our minds, pardon me, in, in an indirect sense. Every day, every moment of every day, the census is is softball by comparison to the cameras on our highways, to the uh, monitoring by the IRS of our finances. This, The Census Bureau and the census is, is small potatoes, ladies and gentlemen, in, if you're worried about privacy. And we have to keep in mind that if you live like you do, uh, Jason, and I live there part-time in a border county like Hidalgo County in South Texas bordering Mexico, you're looking at a situation where you have a lot of people pouring in from all these countries I talked about, ultimately over 40 of them. And so you run the risk of having an overcount. It's interesting how the mainly the liberal left and, the, and their allied media say, well, you're going to have an undercount. You're not going to have an accurate count. You're going to have an undercount because the citizenship question is going to scare everybody and they won't want to participate. Well, flip that around. Um, if you have 
all those people pouring in and you don't ask the citizenship question and you just count everybody, you're going to have inflated numbers because a lot of those people, once they get here and maybe they're sleeping at this or that house for a little while and they don't necessarily have a primary place of residence, uh, they're eventually going to move on in, in a very transient, highly mobile society that we live in and work in Arizona uh, on a farm or work in Iowa on a farm or work at a meatpacking plant in Kansas or Nebraska or up in the rice paddies in Minnesota or Arkansas. Uh, you're going to have a lot of transient people, and if they get counted right where they come in in South Texas and you get an overcount or an inflated number there, then the states that are not border states are going to get an undercount and they're going to get shortchanged. So, so you see how the argument, once again, gets completely skewed. Yeah, 100%. And we definitely do see an influx here. I mean, certainly we're probably a little bit different than a lot of parts of the country, just the fact that we see probably a million influx, a million people just because of winter Texans and because of the Mexican nationals that come, because there is a lot of lot of families that live here but have family in Mexico, and they come and stay with them or come visit. or So you do see that a lot, too. So uh, not to mention the migrant workers. I mean, there are lots of migrant workers, just like you said, that are transient. They move around. They, they're in one state for a certain time, and they move here. So, but... Yeah, I don't think people should feel threatened whatsoever because of a little checkbox on a form that asks the question, are you a citizen? Correct. No one is forcing you to check or not check that box. Um, And with that transience that we see, so many people that don't live in one place for very long, who's to say where they live? Uh, If you ask them, they probably wouldn't even know what to tell you in many instances. So if you have a way to differentiate between citizens that live a more settled life and pay taxes and pay into the system, between them and those that are not citizens, that differentiation is very important. Then you you can begin to make um, allowances for the fact that there's a lot of transient people in a highly mobile society. This is not horse and buggy. This is not steam train. It doesn't take long for someone to drive from Texas to, say, Oklahoma or wherever. And so you make a little bit of contrast, and you can get a better handle on each state getting a fair shake. And instead, you're going to have, like you say, McAllen, uh, spending taxpayer money on needless lawsuits when the the mayor down there, Jim Darling, and, and many in the establishment, are they don't want the citizenship question asked on the census form. In fact, Jim Darling, the mayor of McAllen, has run public service ads. Uh, I'm not sure who paid for them on the television down there saying that we don't need that. Just count everybody. Uh, yeah. So what would, what, would he, what would he have us do? He'd have us count every transient, every person that is staying in a house for two weeks and then they get bussed away by the Border Patrol and sent to Florida until they show up for their immigration hearing. Where are you going to count them? Why are you going to count them? Uh, you know, these questions are never asked. And like, like is typical of the liberal mindset, there's, there's no distinction with anything. There's no differentiation. Everything is just, is just one amorphous whole, one amorphous mass. And you're supposed to just close your eyes, throw a dart at it, and hope for the best. Yeah. Sorry, sorry, Jim. It doesn't work that way. Yeah. Very, very irrational. You know, it's amazing that the left is so up in arms over a little checkbox. You know, when, what was it, 2018, 
the uh, Democratic Party was sending out ballots, you know, vote by mail, the ballots they were sending out where the checkbox was checked that you were a citizen to people who were not citizens of the U.S. I mean, excellent. Excellent point. They just presuppose something knowing that most of the time or much of the time it's going to be false. Um, right. That That's that's doing a uh, process under false pretenses. Right. And it actually was an immigration attorney that's trying to help these people who flagged it because he was having people actually tell uh, contact him that were going through the immigration legal immigration pro- process. There is actually such a thing. And they were he was he was actually saying these people are receiving it. They're not citizens yet, but it was already checked with their name on it, pre-checked by the Democratic Party. And so it's amazing to me. But some very irrational thinking uh, that we can we can see when it comes to this. It's to provide good information so that funding resources, your representative who's representing you can be accurate. And that's what all, all we're looking for. Some things to be accurate. I don't think that's too much to ask, Mark. <laughs> yeah, I will note that technically refusing or neglecting to answer the census is reportedly punishable by fines of $100 um, and so on and so forth. There's, there are supposedly sanctions. I would venture that it's a safe bet that that's rarely, if ever, enforced. Uh, yeah. what, we need, what we need is to set up a... Uh, a, a viewpoint to, to arrive at a consensus, not just a census, but a consensus right. that, that it does matter if you're a citizen or not, that it does help to have that box on there. It's not a total solution to the problem. There's going to be people that ought to check that box that won't and vice versa. But again, for it to be such a huge bone of contention and to be so blown out of proportion, that's the main topic that I think people need to take away from this broadcast today is that this is not that big of a deal like we're being told it is. And there are reasons to have that citizenship question on there. We don't want an undercount in some areas and an overcount in others. We, we don't want any states being shortchanged. And we don't want lots of lawsuits that um, hammer the taxpayers to pay the exorbitant legal fees of the lawyers that thrive off this, thrive off this sort of conflict. That's what lawyers do largely. So um, all in all, it's perfectly fair and understandable to to have the citizenship question. And I believe that's a sound opinion based not just on the facts and history, but especially based on the current situation in the U.S. Right. Exactly. So my closing thoughts to this segment is when you get your 2020 census, answer it and answer it honestly. But regarding the citizenship box that's on there. I believe it's another fear tactic of the left just to just to get people up in arms and to create this great divide that we're seeing. So, everybody, thanks for watching. Again, I'm Jason Mangum with Mark Anderson, and this is a World Impact News collaboration with Stop the Presses to keep you informed so you can make intelligent decisions and then get involved to see change in your world. So we'll see you next time. Always great, Mark. Great to see you. Thank you. Bye-bye, everybody.